Start spreading the news. The Boston Bruins are 10-1 after beating Igor Shosturkin and the New York Rangers by a score of 5-2 on Thursday night at Madison Square Garden. We're going to recap the game, talk about why it's okay to be excited about the Bruins' hot start, and preview tomorrow night's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. There's some bonus shorts, and breaking news on the YouTube channel as well that you don't want to miss. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before at Bet Online, where the game starts. Quick reminder, if you're on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Lifelong Bruins fan, been covering this team for various outlets for about 17 years, and the Bruins continue their best start of my lifetime after last night's 5-2 win over the New York Rangers, their seventh straight win, the fastest... uh, or a, it's a new club record, excuse me, for fewest games to reach 10 wins. They've done it in 11 games. Fastest team this season as well to reach the 10-win mark. The Vegas Golden Knights did so last night as well, but they needed 12 games to do so. Before I talk about last night's game, I just want to address being excited about the Boston Bruins this season. Whenever I've been tweeting about the Bruins, I'll always get the odd comment saying, it's early, it's only November, it's only been 11 games, wait until June, see what happens in the playoffs. And that's fair, okay? I get it. Championships are not won in October, November. You want your team to be at its best when the games matter most. There's a question of, are the Bruins peaking too soon? Well, I mean, what's the alternative? Would you rather them lose all these games and then try to get back into the playoffs with a hot run? No, you want them to win on any given night and put their best foot forward. Right now, they're at 10 wins and will be a playoff team, okay? It's not too early to get excited about this team. I know we still have the sting of 2019, 2013. Heck, I'm even 
still thinking about 1990 sometimes and wishing Cam Neely, Ray Bork could have had a cup together in black and gold. But this team is good. This team is fun to watch. And they have yet to play a game at full strength. Brad Marchand's only played a couple games. Charlie McAvoy has yet to make his season debut. As good as Hampus Lindholm has been, as good as David Pasternak has been, as good as Linus Allmark has been, they're still not at full strength. And you can crap on Don Sweeney for his poor draft record, for taking some swings at the trade deadline that didn't pay off, Think of even last night, them playing Ryan Lindgren. Looking back at the Rick Nash trade, Lindgren would have been a fantastic member of the Boston Bruins. And yet Don Sweeney went all in that year, brought Rick Nash, and we all know what happened after that. I saw some takes yesterday saying, you know, the Bruins had a similar start in 2019. They failed to get past Tampa Bay that year. Of course, there was the COVID break. There was the bogus reseeding heading into the bubble. There was Tuka Rask having to leave because of family issues. All we have with this team is right now. We can't change the past. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. But right now, this team is 10-1 and through 11 games. And just straight up, as good and as fun to watch as I can remember in my time rooting for this team, which dates back to the 80s, all right? That's how old I am. I have never had more fun watching this team, except for, of course, when they were winning it all, going on deep playoff runs. But we have 82 games in the regular season. The Bruins are killing it right now, and it is okay to be excited about this team everybody's bought in Trent Frederick said they're having fun at the rink coach Montgomery has been great to everyone and has made it a fun environment it's just a great time to be on the Boston Bruins right now that's what Trent Frederick said after the game last night in which he scored the game winner and Just as he's saying it's a great time to be on the Boston Bruins right now, it's a great time to be a Boston Bruins fan right now. And I encourage you all to embrace it, enjoy it. And yes, there's going to be some valleys throughout this season. The Bruins have some key injuries that we'll talk about later that could hurt them from time to time. It's a long season. There's going to be ups and downs. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. But just live in the moment. Right now, the Bruins are the best team in the NHL. And there's every reason to believe that they are a legit Stanley Cup contender. Anything can happen between now, the trade deadline, into the playoffs. We all know this. We've seen it happen before. Nothing is guaranteed. Even a Game 7 on home ice in the Stanley Cup Final. But there is good reason to believe in this team. To hope for the outcome that we all want and just to get excited about them to enjoy it it's fun it's hockey just sit back enjoy the ride and have fun watching this team kill it early on in the regular season
Now I'm going to talk about the Rangers game specifically here in a moment, but first a quick word about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for betting football and the start of a new basketball season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. As always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the World Series, NHL, MMA, boxing, golf, and of course, college, pro football, and the NBA. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today show. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So, to New York. And it was a big third period last night for the third line that propelled the Boston Bruins to victory. Score was tied 1-1 after two periods. David Pasternak with a filthy, unbelievable, almost improbable backhand over Igor Shesterkin's shoulder and into the top shelf of the net. Jimmy Vesey responded with his first goal of the season in uh, the second period, 1-1 after two. Charlie Coyle gave the Bruins the lead with a goal just under three minutes into the third. Assisted by Hampus Lindholm, who remains on a heater, and Nick Foligno, who continues to chip in. He had two assists on this night. Less than a minute later, the Bruins allowed Adam Fox to get the equalizer. And then less than three minutes after that, two and a half minutes even, Trent Frederick beat Shesterkin on a one-timer, his second goal of the season, to give the Bruins a 3-2 lead. Jake DeBrusque would add to that with his fourth goal of the year, and then Hampus Lindholm scored his fourth goal to seal things for the Bruins with a score of 5-2. Lindholm made an unbelievable play to get the puck to Charlie Coyle, who has now scored in four consecutive games to match a career high. Uh, he said Lindholm just put it on a tee for him. It was a great play. Uh, he's barely doing anything, but those other guys were working on Lindholm. He's been such a force. He's got the points to show for it. I believe he has 13 points in 11 games now. Uh, and his game extends so beyond that as well, Coyle said. Making those plays has been fun to watch. Um, it was Felino who delivered a subtle backhand feed to Frederick, who one time to snapshot past Shesterkin for the game winner. Timely goal, great play by Felino. Coyle with the screen. The third line coming up big on this night, giving the Bruins a boost. You know, I've been critical of. Trent Frederick at times taking uh, bad penalties. He had a fight last night against Barkley Goudreau. Uh, but he had the goal. 
on one shot. Um, and heck, I'm giving him the big bear of the night in this one for getting that game winning goal. And he certainly loved in the locker room. Coyle said, as a person, player, he loves Freddie. He brings every element you can ask for as a player, can play a hard game, can play a skill game. He loves working with them on it. We help each other out. For him to do that and step up and get rewarded at the end and score a big goal, it's huge and says a lot about his game. It gives him confidence. It gives the team confidence moving forward. It's nice when you do the little things like that. Um, and, yeah, great to see Freddie chip in there as well. Felino again, assisted on both Coyle and Frederick's goals. He now has seven points in 11 games after recording only 13 in 64 last season. He said last year is last year. It's behind him. He knows what he can do in this league when he's feeling good and confident, especially the role that he's been given. A bottom six forward, but a leader in that group. Uh, you find a group that comes together the way this group does. It gives you an extra boost as a player, especially the way he plays. You put your heart in every game, and this group makes it fun to come to the rink every day and try to get better. You can see that every single night. It's somebody different making a contribution. It's fun to be a part of, and that's a huge key for the Bruins this season. The top six is formidable. The bottom six is effective and contributing. The defense, you can see the cohesion there at both ends of the ice. The goaltending has been fantastic, and again, we're still without Charlie McAvoy. And they won this game last night without Derek Forbort, who we'll talk about here in a moment. Um, a great set of plays last night for the bottom six. And um, yeah, just a lot of love being shared in, in the locker room last night. Uh Trent Frederick said it doesn't really surprise anybody that Nick Foligno's playing the way he is, watching him at practice, his habits. Uh, he's awesome to have in the room, and when he's playing like this, he makes the team that much better. Winning board battles, making plays, taking the puck to the net. Uh, very deserving that he got rewarded with a couple points, and um, Nick Foligno de deserves a lot of credit for helping the Bruins to their great start. He was rocking the meth bear hat afterwards as well, which is uh, so slick, and I really, really need one of those. What else was going on last night? Well, there was some rough stuff as well. David Pasternak got a penalty for hitting Ryan Lindgren pretty late uh, after he was blasted into the boards. Uh, there was a... Uh, Incident where Frederick was buried along the boards. A.J. Greer stepped up to express his displeasure with uh, Braden Schneider. Frederick tangled with Goodrow, as I mentioned. And um, the guys in the room really appreciated that. Shows the commitment to the team. Felino said, Agar gets hit. We don't like it. They were obviously targeting a few guys. And if that's the way they're going to play, the Bruins are going to stand up for each other. That's the Bruin way, Felino said, and that's the culture that's been built here. Every guy appreciates what AJ did and what Freddie did. 
So altogether, it's a very tight room and people notice when you step up. And uh, what's neat about the group, Folina said, is that they're process focused. That allows you to flush a bad play out or a goal and get ready for the next one. You get right back in. Uh, the Bruins allow that tying goal. It happens, and then boom, they come back with a heavy shift. That's what good teams have and what good teams do. And it's a credit to the guys to understand the process they're trying to build here and use to win games. The Rangers are a really good hockey team, folks. Igor Sesterkin is one of the best goalies in the league. The Bruins defensively kept their scores to the outside, and they were able to get the better of Shesterkin and uh, Linus Ulmark. Made 18 saves for the win, improved to 8-0-0, joining Tim Thomas as the only Bruins goalie to achieve that feat. Likely we'll get the start again tomorrow in Toronto. We'll preview that game here in a moment. Um, quick note about David Posternock here. He opened the scoring with that ridiculous backhand. It was his 56th career game opening goal. Puts him one behind Rick Middleton for 6th place on the Bruins all-time list. Ranks 1st among NHLers since his debut in 2014-15. So he gets his team going more often than not. You know, I got another comment last night. Yeah, it's exciting to be the Bruins fan. Pasternak's still not signed. Again, I believe that will happen. Just enjoy the ride for the moment. And uh, we'll see what happens here. Excuse me if you hear any meowing in the background. This morning, Bessie spotted a cat on her porch, and she went nuts over it, and the cat is back. Bessie a little worked up at the moment. Get out of here, bud. All right, coming up, we're going to preview the game against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, give you the four-board update. But first, a quick word about Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, and have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Bruins listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. It's their biggest offer of the year, and you don't want to miss it. Do you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? It's not just that the McAllister home friends could happen to you as well. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Product Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Last night, while the game was going on, the Bruins issued an update on Derek Forbort. He underwent successful open reduction and internal fixation surgery on his right middle finger. The injury was sustained during the game the other night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he could be out f up to four to six weeks. 
that really uh, hurts the Bruins in terms of their penalty killing. Forbort have been playing very well to begin the season. Uh, and uh, that's going to be a big loss for the Bruins. Mike Riley was called up to play in his absence. Uh, Connor Clifton, without his regular partner, played with uh, Hampus Lindholm last night. He actually had a team high, 23 minutes and 20 seconds of ice time. Three shots on goal, the most among defensemen, with a uh, an assist as well. Now, here's the other thing. Charlie McAvoy is eligible to be removed off LTIR. It's been 10 games, been 24 days. He's with the team on the road trip, so it's possible that he could be in the lineup for tomorrow night's game, or they might save him for the home opener against St. Louis. But he is closer to playing than not, in my estimation. Tomorrow night, they will be in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs for the first time this season. The Maple Leafs, in terms of point percentage, are 6th in the Atlantic Division right now. They've played 11 games. They've won 5 and lost 6, 2 of them being an overtime or a shootout. Uh, They did win the other night against the Philadelphia Flyers. The Bruins a lot better. Uh, But, of course, you always have to be wary of their top players. John Tavares is on a heater to begin the season. 14 points through 11 games. William Nylander, Mitch Marner, each with 11 points. Austin Matthews, off to a relatively slow start. Only four goals through 11 games after leading the league in scoring last year. 10 points to his credit. Morgan Riley, Michael Bunting, among other players to keep an eye on. It will likely be Ilya Samsonov in net for the Leafs. He is 5-2 with a 9.20 save percentage, so he's been playing pretty well for Toronto so far this season. But uh, this is a game that the Bruins can, should win, even though they're on the road. Uh, Toronto will be looking to make a statement against the Bruins to show that They are indeed a team to be taken seriously. They're a strong possession team, 52.98 in terms of shot attempt differential. A bit higher than the Bruins. Bruins are ninth. Maple Leafs rank second. When it comes to scoring chance differential, the Bruins slightly ahead, 54.81, 54.58 for the Maple Leafs. And uh, the Bruins expected goals, 54 Sorry, 55.17, Maple Leafs 53.16. So they're both pretty um, even when it comes to possession. Uh, The Bruins could benefit from getting their power play going a little bit more. Uh, Obviously, the penalty kill has been exceptional, but the power play not quite clicking just yet. The Bruins have killed off 94.9% of their... uh, penalties against but when it comes to the power play they've only scored on 22.5 percent of their chances uh and that ranks them 13th in the nhl pretty remarkable that they're leading the league in goals per game at 4.45 despite not having the uh the power play clicking on all cylinders just yet
All right, I think that's everything you need to know about the Bruins. I'm just seeing that uh, the Senators have announced that they are initiating a sale for the team. A condition of any sale will be that the team remains in Ottawa. So it doesn't look like the Senators are going anywhere. Ryan Reynolds, rumored to be interested. And uh, he could own uh, Wrexham AFC, who's my new football club, after watching Welcome to Wrexham, and own a hockey team. That would be uh, pretty crazy. Deadpool wouldn't just refer any longer to Ottawa's prospects. But um, All right, folks. I hope you are in the midst of a fantastic Friday. Again, it's okay to be excited about this team. I love everything about them right now. Yes, there's things you don't love. Second periods. Um, I don't know. There's, yeah, people always find something to complain about. But for me right now, I am decidedly glass half full with this team and uh, and excited to see what happens the rest of the way. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. You can follow along at ENC McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins for some in-game tweets. And I'll be back on Monday to preview that game and bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins here on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.